Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering tough decisions during hometowns. Ooh. Some Bachelor Nation faces faces for another reality competition. All right. And uh, deaths of some icons. Oh, man. What? And this is episode 276. kind of hard to get hype after that you know i know the kids love deaths of icons i guess gee i mean you set me up for that that's the same way we do it every time well there's it's we usually i feel like i put something like that more like in the middle yeah it's all good we're going into it this week um before we get into like bachelorette uh hometowns uh and all that talk v how are you doing what's been going on uh, well, I sort of had a, a hometown, air quotes, date of my own this past weekend because, uh, yeah, I went with my boyfriend to Elkton, Tennessee to visit his mom and his stepdad. So I say hometown in air quotes because um, he never like it was never like where he lived, but like he grew up with them and bouncing around because his stepdad was in the army and everything. So it's, you know, that the family unit that he lived with for a large majority of his uh, growing up. Um, so it was it was fun to, you know, get out of the city and go to small town Tennessee and, um, you know, make some meals and stuff with them and just uh, have like a very chill, chill weekend getting to know them and spending time with them and stuff. So it was it was nice. But yeah, Dope. what about you? I Dope. feel like you had a lot more going on this past I mean, not too much besides like uh, I had uh, my girlfriend's birthday and then she had her brother come into town this past week and his wife and their kid. And um, it, it was awesome just to see her nephew and stuff. He's cute. Loved babies. And uh, yeah, just had uh, rehearsals for Legally Blonde, the musical, which is coming up in a couple weeks, which I'm very excited about. We yeah, had a, soon. Yeah, we had a cast. It's August officially now. So yeah, it's going it. down. Um, but yeah, we had a little cast pool party, which was fun. Uh, and then I just got cast in, uh, Sweeney Todd, the musical actually. So after Legally Blonde, I'll be going into Sweeney Todd. They're kind of Sweeney Todd. Yeah. So, uh, that is a hard switch from, it is, it really, it really is like such a different musical. Like it's, it's kind of, but I, I tried out for it. I auditioned and, uh, it was, you know, the song, the music is really hard. Um, and, uh, you know, I didn't think I was going to get in, in, uh, cast, like part of the ensemble. I wasn't really going for like any, th- I, I haven't seen, part, yeah. I haven't seen Sweeney Todd, the movie or the musical. So I'm going into yeah. these things blind, but, um, but it worked out. They cast me as an en- ensemble and stuff. So I'm just going to keep my theater thing going for a little while. And, uh, yeah. Is it with the same, like, theater group that you're doing Legally Bond with? It's the same companies that are putting on this stuff, but they make you, like, do auditions and everything. So, like, a lot of people did audition from Legally Blonde. Not everyone got in, but, um, you know, there's only so many people that they can cast. And luckily, 
Right. I was in that range. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. You know, uh, I, I look at well, congrats. this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I look at these theater things as like kind of like classes, you know, because I'm, I'm so new to theater and musical theater that like I just kind of want to keep keep it up just to kind of get more skills in it. And, you know, going from legally bl- in the muscle, you know, yeah, definitely legally blonde to Sweeney Todd is 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 definitely a, a huge change. Like it's not the same. So um, I'm going to be able to get experience in both those realms. So that's pretty much what's been going on with me. Um, but why don't we get into what we like to do around here? Why don't we, you know? Because it's that time to talk about The Bachelorette on our show. <laughs> yes, but before we get talking about The Bachelorette YouTube, I'm going to need you to go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content just like this. And if you just did, oh man, huge shout out to you. for you oh man uh you know we have to shout out our comment crew and that's anyone that's leaving comments on our video in the last week um the nancy drew crew the ogs uh we got kathleen kent back in the building marion sp uh missing this week we Catherine ann and chelsea allen we, we can't get the whole group together it seems like this <laughs> summer but um at least they're popping in here and there to say what's up so we appreciate that um and then we got returning beth wanger we got sunny days double o and mona walters is back what's up it's good to see you in the comments again and um you know you can get a shout out too all you got to do is just leave a comment below you know hit if you're if you're watching this right now and you haven't hit subscribe yet really would uh you know appreciate the love because we're so close to 200 subscribers on youtube that'll be a huge milestone for us um and get us on our way to our next one but um yeah shout out to everybody that's already hit subscribe and hit that thumbs up because it really does help with you know those youtube algorithms you guys know the drill um well i i did want to get into a quick comment of the week from kathleen kent since she's back um hers was really quick and right to the point she says don't like aaron and i (laughs) (laughs) and uh i i kind of wanted to uh highlight this in the sense that uh you know, this this is an interesting topic I kind of want to talk about this week with Aaron because, you know, with with it being so close to the end and him just getting his own, like, like time with his hometown date, I kind of, like, I kind of, st- he, he kind of won me over this episode. I'm not going to lie. So, um, as mm-hmm. much as I haven't really liked Aaron, uh, Aaron B this whole season, uh, you know, I did really, I did enjoy him this episode when he's not worried about yeah. other people, but you know, it was already a little bit too late for him. So, um, yeah. you know, I mean, what are your thoughts? I kind of agree. Like, obviously I think having him removed from, the situation of being in a house with a bunch of other dudes and whatever. And like, even when we get to talking about his hometown date, like his dad did ask him, like, how were you feeling when you'd watch her go on dates with other guys? And like, he like said the whole idea, like, Oh yeah, I'm sure you were like, you know, like that's my woman, like take your hands off my woman, which is like, it explained the feelings that obviously Aaron has expressed and shown and maybe not in the best ways as we've, talked about week after week with how you know he seemed a little like he would be all like i gotta protect my woman i gotta do whatever but like it it, it kind of made sense like all the pieces fell into place for like where he could get that idea it definitely feels like there's that strong vibe from his dad and just like how you know the the real like the 
the relationship dynamics are set in his family and obviously they all like love each other and like are really like close-knit so to me it, it made a lot more sense seeing like where he could be coming from when he was doing some of this stuff but i you know as we've said i don't really f- agree with how he carried it out during, totally you know the show yeah um well before we get hopping into the uh this week of the bachelorette you know i just definitely want to plug the full podcast if you guys are enjoying this content here on youtube make sure to uh check us out wherever you listen to podcasts we talk a lot more um about uh you know our lives you know what's going on in pop culture you all the stuff you're seeing on your instagram feeds and stuff we get into like what's (laughs) been going on that week and and outside of just what's going on in bachelorette and bachelor nation so i would recommend you guys uh subscribe into us wherever you listen to podcasts and you get more content from us uh you know outside of just this uh you know video you see each week from us but um i really appreciate everyone who's already done that uh well v why don't we just hop right into it we're at week six of the bachelorette and it's hometown week and um you know we got a lot to cover so where do we want to start right Right. So a hometown week, which is earlier than it's been in seasons past and even like pretty much until whatever, until I think like the pandemic seasons or the seasons used to be even longer. But anyways, so I mean, totally. I mean, uh, this was definitely just quick, quick feeling like I don't know anybody really, you know, it just it doesn't seem like I feel I I hate how rushed it's felt. Like, I feel like it's made it hard. Like, and I think this has been a great season. And I think Charity's a really engaging lead. And I just feel like they're not doing, like, her favors. They're not doing the show favors by, like, rushing through. And, like, usually I'm the one, everybody who's listened knows I'm the one that complains about when they drag shit out for no reason. But we haven't really seen much of that here and if anything, I feel like we've been bopping around and I, I haven't I haven't been able to, like, see the full development of the majority of this top four. Like, I mean, usually they go like out of the country and all this different stuff right. like, you know, yeah, I, and they're just they're going out of the country next week for the like the over the overnight dates. And OK, stuff. well, uh, yeah, I mean, I was uh, is this the season where they got rid of Mike Fleiss, uh, one of the producers of the show, because. I mean, I was hearing well, rumors. Mike Fleiss, he didn't get. He wasn't gotten rid of. He stepped down to oh. get ahead of the fact that there was some shit coming out. Yeah, about him. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there was a difference with him not being around or something. I heard also he didn't yeah. pick really want Charity to be the lead uh, this season. So, um, you know, when changes like that happen, sometimes it, it affects the overall product. You know, but. Yeah. Um, so but, we got we got Aaron B. We're in Houston, Texas, and uh, you know, off the bat, they're yeah, they're matching. I was like, man, what an interesting color to to match, you know? Yeah, it's like a weird green, like sort of like a weird in between from like mint to olive, because it's like pastelly, but not at the same time. And they're both wearing like she's wearing a cardigan, he's wearing like a little like button up situation, like open, like a shacket almost. Um, and I just laugh because, like, the theme for all of these, like, the entrances to each of these hometown dates, it's, like, I feel like they make them walk, like, the longest distance to each other. It's all, like, let her walk down this path and, like, you're standing there and then, like, you can finally meet. And she does the jumpy hug. Yeah. Which is, you know, a, a bachelor staple, if you will. Bachelor I mean, she's staple. off the bat, like, kind of like what we've been probably alluding to the last couple of weeks of how uh i mean they just keep talking about their first date which is 
episode two and uh they really haven't gotten like much more closer than they already were um so she's really hoping that this is like the 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 point where uh you know they 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 can you know really solidify their relationship he's talking about how he hasn't really talked about love yet and you know by hometown you're supposed to say you love the person at least on that episode um at the very least but uh yeah that's kind of where we're at right and yeah and you could tell like she talks about going into this that she saw him she's like from that first date like i definitely thought he could be like my future husband and she's like and now so much has happened which is the nature of this so like i want to see what meeting his family and everything will be and they they do meet his family first before doing like a hometown activity mm-hmm. and so they go and it's his mom his dad his two brothers his younger brother is the one who's married to this white woman named audrey um and i thought they were both older uh, than him Huh? I thought he was the youngest. No, he had an older brother and a younger brother because Eric is his younger brother because he talks to him and asks, you know, they talk about like relationships and stuff. And he's like, even though you're my younger brother, I look up to you. Mm, okay. Yeah. I mean, so, they, it just seemed like uh, like she really enjoyed you know, being with the family and stuff. Not much really happens. They have some really good food. The mom's like an incredible cook and, you yeah, know. Yeah, she makes, I feel like this was something I was saying during my tipsy talks. It reminded me a bit of like when they went to Charity's hometown date on Zach's thing where, you know, they're like emphasizing the, like the soul cooking and everything like that. Cause like they had, they kind of did similar things when it was Charity. They're all like, look at all, we got the greens, we got the whatever, we're in Georgia, we got the soul food. Like, which I think is interesting and like I don't know if it's like pandering to the black audience or if it's like look we got it I mean but, um, I, I mean the, it yeah. kind of starts it starts um, a trend that I noticed in this episode of how uh, you know it just felt like she was more comfortable with the black families like you know it's it just I mean this is the first time we've had like you know majority it's black- the first time we've had a majority of the final four be you know yeah. people of color especially for a elite of color because mm-hmm. even like when it was like rachel Lindsay season and stuff like that i think it was still more like i think it was like eric in the final four like whatever there was maybe less and peter yeah i think she only had like one black guy in her final four so yeah you know. So, I mean, that one kind of ends like, you know, he, he they do the family thing and then he takes her to the football field, gets her a Letterman jacket and uh, they have like she cries like, you know, what I'm saying now. She, yeah, she she's an emotional gal. She she seemingly cries, but she cries because he plays the song that they had, you know, sung to them by Lauren Elena on their first date together, which to me, I don't know, it like it's still they're hanging on to that one thing. They got the one thing to hang on to. It was to. pretty it was pretty nice though. Like I thought I thought he the, the thing is now in retrospect after seeing the episode, um I can't tell if she's just sad because of how nice it is or because she knows that like he's probably the one that's gonna go like be sent home, you know? Yeah. Um so mm-hmm. that's she I mean I can't see her crying well, so much without knowing that, like, this is probably not the one, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, she definitely is tearing up because I think she knows, like, how sweet this is because he says how he's, like, falling in love with her. And then she had earlier in the day when she was talking to his mom and he and she asked, like, you know, if he asked you to marry him today, would you say yes? And Charity said, 
I don't think I could, but that doesn't mean anything against Aaron. It's just like where, you know, I can't, I don't know if I could make that decision. Yeah, right she didn't this like second. that. Like Mama just, didn't like that. Which uh, I don't blame mom, yeah. obviously, in this situation, but I also don't blame Charity because it's like what we've been saying. Like, I, and like, I knew from that moment when we saw that, that like that was going to be something to remember for for later in the episode just because it was like okay like and i wasn't shocked when charity said that like i knew she was gonna say that because we as me and you and like other viewers i would think i kind of don't know like it was surprising that aaron had gotten like that first rose in every rose ceremony for like three weeks straight and like was just like going through and i i wonder if she had been also just hanging on to this whole idea of being like from like the first date, I really thought he could be my husband. And like, maybe that was her crying to be all like, wait, like this isn't like panning out exactly. How yeah, yeah, exactly. It. And also the fact that like, you know, we had Dawton who's like the first, one of the first people to ever get back to back one-on-ones and stuff. It's yeah. just not a good look for um, someone like Aaron, you know? Uh, and yeah. Yeah, and so we'll move on to Hometown 2 with Joey. Now, I want to mm-hmm. say that, like, go, before going into this, that I, I, I mean, Joey was nice enough, like, you know, for how quick the season's going. But I was never, like, a huge Joey stan, besides the fact that, like, I thought it was a smooth move that, like, in that makeout, you know, competition early on. But, um, you know, there was nothing that really, really stood out about him besides he was just kind of, like all right he wasn't really causing drama and stuff um we take it from we we take it from texas we go up to pennsylvania and uh meet with joey and uh you know he kind of shows uh her his way of life up there and it starts off with some tennis yeah he takes he wants to like show her a part of like what is you know a major part of his life and like where he feels most at ease which is you know, coaching people with tennis. That is literally his professional. He is a tennis pro. So yeah. He's, and Charity's you know, like pretty hype about him. Like, you know, she's like, yeah, he's cute. This is cuter. That makes him the cutest. Like she's talking about like wanting to tell him that she loves him, which is, yeah, you know, interesting. Like, why is she saying this about Joey over? She's not really saying that about Dawton or anything or, Xavier. Yeah, but I feel like she's like more I feel like her and Dotton have already had like more like emotionally open and intimate conversations just throughout the course of their dates. I don't know. She was kind of setting it up like it sounded like he like Joey was the front runner. And um, I agree. I agree, which I found sort of surprising, but like also not because I could also I mean she i think he's more similar to the fact that like you know the one that cheated on her was a white dude i'm pretty sure from what she talked about or like whatever and so i think she i but, think but had she but she also like said her- something like this was the first time she was going to meet like a white family of like a significant other so is this boyfriend like somebody that she just i don't i won't i don't know if that's what i thought she said like this is the first time I'm meeting like like a family that is not black. She said, like as I far as she said something different to that degree. I thought she meant more of. I thought she was talking more about like the whole interracial bit with dating or whatever. But 
Yeah, I yeah, mean, I think she was, but she was saying, I think this is the first time, you know, that's why she was so nervous about going to meet his family because she hasn't really done that with, like, I don't know. That's the way I took it. So um, mm-hmm. they're playing tennis and he's teaching her stuff. I'm like, all right, this is kind of boring. Although I was kind of like, I've been playing tennis and I was like kind of taking some tips from him. Like, you know, I'll take some free tips, I guess. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so then we get another Joe show up and it's Uncle Joey. And um, yeah, he comes in, you know, I, I thought he was a cool character, but like he just wasn't feeling uh, like young Joey's actions i guess i don't know what he was giving <laughs> he, off but he wasn't buying young joey's riz <laughs> yeah no i mean <laughs> bring him up riz. he was like why are you acting so fake dog um well, he's just like he went there to like suss out the situation and honestly he like wasn't subtle about it because he i he gave me sort of awkward vibes like he was trying to feel them out but like he was all like well, it seems like you two are enjoying each other. And they're like, yeah. And like, I'm like, why are you saying it like that? Like, you're making it feel more weird than it already is. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just it's typical family stuff where they just don't trust the process at all. It's like, don't you Which can't be. I get. Yeah, totally. It's just like you can't be in love. Like it's I have I saw you like three weeks ago and you were, you know, you guys I never met. So uh yeah i mean right it's like it's got to be like only that much time has passed it's 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 been like three weeks since it we started or something but um yeah but uh anyways so joe like you know they end up going and um you know get ready to go meet the family and uh He's got he's got a cute sister. Uh, he's got, he's got two, two sisters. Uh, yeah, he's got a brother in law there. His mom, his dad, and um, I don't know something. Se- like his sister seemed normal when she had a conversation, but something felt off about the mom in his conversation. And uh, well, and it's interesting because they don't really like reference anything again about how the fact that like his parents are divorced because his dad came out as gay and we get like none of that. Oh, I forgot. I, that was like a whole level. I didn't even notice. So like, was that because they don't bring it up in this episode at all. And I'm like all pissed that this is like one of the first ever gay parents on a hometown and we don't get like any sort of like, wow. Yeah. That's a whole, that's a whole nother level. I didn't even get to look through that lens of, of of whatever that's probably why the mom was pretty emotional about you know her son uh and and marriage and all that because she's all like i just don't want you to mess up like i did probably well Uh, and i think she's more like it's interesting because yeah she's like very happy she's all like you and ellie are still looking like i feel like marriage is really important to his mom because the fact that he brought up like she brought up the other sister and how like they're both like single and like the o- the older sister or whatever age sister the Carly is married and stuff already. It's all like, look, she did it. What's wrong with you two? Like, get it together. Which I'm like, I don't love that energy. And you like, also, you know think- what I don't enjoy? Uh, you know, we're all adults here and stuff, but uh, you know. You know, when we when we get someone broken up with us, like, I mean, obviously your family knows you're sad, but what is it with these like families on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, where they're like, we had to pick up all the pieces, like when this person got broken up with last time and stuff like, you know, yeah, your parent, your family might know how sad you are and stuff, but they're not like sitting there like picking you up off the floor and and, and I know they Unless would. Unless it was like some, 
something crazy like you know like your fiance left right you, or like, exactly you know, where he got you know, divorced which there have been stories like this on this show sure but in all of these situations none of them got like they were just like long-term relationships maybe yeah and not even like it never was brought up that it was anything close to like engagement or marriage or whatever for any of them mm -hmm. when all these parents have been saying similar things so i'm kind of like yeah i'm like okay picking up the pieces uh last time i checked homeboy's been living in hawaii i think the pieces were nice and blended into a pina colada for him. <laughs> i think he's gucci nice so um, you know yeah I get it. Like, I get the whole, like, I don't want to see my son or my sibling be, you know, heartbroken. And I don't want to see, the, it, it, especially in this hugely public forum. But I, and I get how they can see, like, the negative impact of some of, you know, the show and, like, what that could do to you or, like, whatever. But, yeah, I agree. Like, uh, it's not like they're, they've been out here doing the most for like a normal breakup like i don't know i i, I, I mean I the most my parents have done after i had a bad breakup was talk to me about stuff and then you know be all like encourage me to get back into therapy right like, or send you like a little like pick me up gift or something it's not like we have to go and check on him every other day or something and feed him and like you know that's the impression that i'm right. getting from when they talk like that but Right. You know. And like, no hate, no shade if like something bad happens. And like, that is like literally what you have to do. But like, that is not the stories that we are being told as viewers about any of like these past relationships with these final four. We've heard about some cheating. We've heard about some whatever. We've heard about whatever stuff like that. But it's never been to the point of all like, I was, I didn't know what to do with myself. Like, I was, you know anything like that yeah. But, yeah um you know so that all makes a lot more sense of why uncle joey uh you know had uh had a bigger role in this in this hometown because first of all to name your son after you know your brother or something like that that's a big deal you know people don't mm -hmm. i mean i know people it, it happens sometimes like you know you got your sibling and you want to name your kid after your like sibling or something like that and but the fact that they both play tennis and everything and, and it just seemed like this guy was like a father figure but he's still he right. you know he lets joey know like he, he's like i don't know man like i feel like you've you've just been trying to be like the best like this version that charity is gonna like and i kind of understand what he's saying you know i do I get what he's saying I he's do. like i know you're a people pleaser yes but yeah and uh but this this is not helping joey's situation at all and, and then he talks to charity about it and charity gets set off like she was on cloud nine with joey and she wasn't really feeling it after all that you know she was gonna say she was falling in love with joey and that doesn't happen when he says goodbye and leaves joey pretty confused like as far as like the reasons why she was crying like she wasn't looking him in the eye and all that so um yeah that that hometown ended uh interestingly so yeah um we get it into definitely oh sorry what were you gonna say i was just saying yeah it definitely it definitely was trying to push the narrative that like somebody who she came in hot with like being all like i want to tell him that i'm falling in love with him which she did tell his his sister he told carly she told carly that but she didn't tell him that so like it definitely like they definitely built it around being all like "Ooh, it, is joey going home kind of idea which I think, you know, I get why they were trying to trying to do that. 
totally. But, um, yeah. Next, we get uh, Hometown 3 with Xavier and his family. And um, let's just run through this one because this one didn't stand out to me at all. I, I found myself kind of. Yeah, they're in Cleveland, Ohio, yeah. which, you know, not a lot of standout. Mm-hmm. They go to a knitting class. They just chill with these knitting people. They knit. Um, they go to his house, which obviously, like, his family shows a lot of love. His mom's got MS. That's the reason why he's doing the kind of science work that he does because he's trying to like help figure out, you know, cures to autoimmune diseases and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, his sister is there, his dad's there, his sister, similar to Joey's sister, grabs charity, does the whole bit with her. Um, and his mom definitely reassures charity that he, that Xavier wants to be a dad, wants to be. A husband would be great at those. She's like, I don't really know where exactly he's at, but like, you know. Well, it I seems like he got some it. clarity at this moment because obviously when right. we see scenes from next week, he's flipping on that right. again. But yeah, I mean, I, Xavier doesn't really uh, stand out to me that much. Honestly, I'm like, dude, you're you're blotting me. No offense, but. He was a dark horse for sure because he definitely, I feel like, made leaps and bounds with charity this episode. But um, and he does say that he's falling in love with her, which is what she was looking to hear from him because she wants to see if like he really wants to go the distance and stuff. And but yeah, I mean, I feel like theirs was just it was it was like, oh, their family shows a lot of love, whatever, which I feel like she said about every family. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Let's get to the let's get to the main thing. Let's get to the main event. Our man. Dotton. Yeah, hometown number four. We're we're go they've really hit the four corners, I feel like, with this one. Oh, uh, <laughs> but we're we're in California now. Uh and uh, you know, our our guy, you know, this is this is the guy we're putting our money on. Uh I am. I'm putting money on him. I, I mean he's pretty great. I'm afraid dude. she might let me down, but I'm putting money on him. I mean you can't you can't really hate on him one way or another. It's just, you know, he's such a great guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, he brings, uh, he's, his family's, uh, there from Nigeria. So he gets to meet, I guess, wait, he doesn't get to meet the parents, right? So his parents spend every year in Nigeria for like four to six weeks. So she was like, so he tells her like, you know, my parents, the time you're going to work out, they're in Nigeria. Like, oh, that's right. That's right. She's all like, I'm a little pissed, not pissed. She's like, I'm a little sad because like. This is important at this part of the journey, blah, blah, blah. But like, totally get it, whatever. And so at first he go, roll, she rolls in, she's meeting like the siblings, the aunts, the uncles, and then meets like his grandma who's like in the kitchen, just the most like wonderful, sweet Nigerian grandmother, like, you know, saying how they're bonded from heaven, like giving the best grandma hug you could ever get. It looked like I like wanted to feel that grandma hug <laughs> over from the screen. Um, and then they're like sitting there and eating because this, of course, this grandma chefed up this whole meal for them in true like grandma fashion. And they're sitting there eating, and lo and behold, guess who walks through to 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 meet everybody? But um, but his parents, fr- fresh off the plane from Nigeria. So you know, which yeah. I'm like, that's insane. I wonder if like ABC paid for that. I wonder if they just like. Or what? Like I, that's sort of. What I want to know the logistics. I want to know like, did they like? How did they? How did this get figured out? Like, or did like ABC give them like a a ring a ding, being like, hey, we're doing hometowns, 
And they're all like, uh, and they're like, we'll toss in some money for your flights back from Nigeria if you do this. But yeah, yeah it know. ended up working mm-hmm. out. Um, but yeah, they end up going to uh, see like a little movie of like childhood, mm-hmm. you know, memories and stuff, which I thought was just a great way to end his kind it was of great. arc. And like she talks a lot about how drive-ins were like her parents like dates like go-to dates while they were dating and drive-ins so, like, man are underestimated are under what underestimated underrated underrated um you know because they're they're actually really fun and they're still around if if you if you get lucky and enough so rom- they are very romantic yeah because it's like you're in your own car you're uh bring your you own know, snacks you your, your own, own blankets <laughs> yeah well, it's yeah, always about the snacks cozy like it's it's like, you know, it's like a movie night. It's like the mix of like a theater and like having like a movie night on your own couch, like perfectly. Cause it's like, you still get like the theater, like big experience of a big screen and like just whatever. But like, you kind of get more of like the intimacy of just being like with the person you're with, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So, um, you know, she checks in with Jesse again, uh, uh right before the ceremony, uh, Which this is like the only time she's really checked in with Jesse. I feel. Yeah, like. I mean Jesse, it's it's. I mean, it's one of those things, man. It's the Bachelorette. That's why, you know, it's 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 weird. I feel like I haven't seen him that much this season. So um, I haven't seen many right. people this much this season. But uh, yeah, so you know, she pretty much is, you know, says that she's in love with four guys. And it's going to be a really hard decision. Um, the rose ceremony takes place in this really dope airplane hangar. So, um, you know, the set looks dope. But, uh, yeah, I mean, let's talk about the roses handed out. So she hands out the first rose goes to Dotton, which makes sense. Duh. But you could see Aaron's face when he doesn't get that first rose. He like he's already he's already cracked like mm-hmm. he's already like not okay yep because he he's been consistently getting that first rose for the last like three or four weeks practically yeah and, and i mean, already have one on his chest and it must already be like you know like i said earlier the one-on-one back-to-back um like it's just like damn like you know i'm slipping behind this dude like you know even though if i make it past this week it's like there's still like another week or two that i gotta make it you know past this dude who's seeming to be riding high so yeah um next xavier gets one which i'm just like wow okay um i was surprised that xavier got this second rose but i also feel like they had to make both joey and aaron sweat because like aaron really you know was an early front runner and was the whole thing and i think you know they had to make joey sweat because he was already sweating because he's all like she you know kind of was unresponsive when we were leaving and like i feel like i like something must be up like she might not be in it as much anymore and he ends up getting that last rose and aaron b is gonna be heading home yeah i mean yeah i felt bad for aaron b but i couldn't feel too bad because you know he made one of the cardinal rules of this of this game um and that is he wasted too much time focusing on other other people people when he should have been using that time to build his own relationship think about it like every time now it was like drama and you know it wasn't 
you know, other people, smart people were just staying out of it and using their time wisely. It's just, it's just, this is an investment he made that didn't pay off for him. Um, you know, he right. thought this was the, this was his way in, you know, he got some validation like about those moves and he kind of doubled down in, in some areas and it just didn't work out for him, man. Like it just, it doesn't right. work. And it, I mean, that's even what she said is that like, you know, it, when it came down to it, like she had just moved farther with the other men but she was like i could tell she felt a little torn because i think she still was like hanging on to that idea of like well how could i have thought that he was you know my husband from that first date because she's like am i making the wrong choice blah 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 um but i mean yeah i mean to me it made sense that he also went home like i kind of would have been surprised if he i mean i'm surprised that savior i almost thought that she was gonna just be all like i'm keeping you all for like you know the the overnights but i i kind of now i think that it might be like him or somebody else from this season that's gonna come back to fiji and not her ex-boyfriend yeah i think it could Um, be aaron i think it could be aaron um but we'll see what happens um you know I think it will come down to Joey and Dotton and, uh, and you know, Xavier probably will be going home next week, but that's my predictions. Um, so yeah, yeah, I don't know because they show a bunch of stuff of like her closing doors or whoever and it. And at first it almost makes like they're looking at like it's Dotton, but I just feel like they're trying to get us off the path where we also see like. Xavier being on like, I don't know if I can like, you know, I don't know if I'm ready for marriage or X, Y, and Z. Uh, and I just feel like I could see her sending him home yeah, before I, you know, the overnight. You know what? It's like, honestly, I was getting, I was getting vibes from Joey too. Like he was trying, like he was trying to be like the next bachelor or something like that, you know? I don't know. There was something there was something there where he was trying to be so perfect and stuff that like, you know, if it doesn't work out with charity that they would pick him to be the next bachelor. But I don't mm-hmm. know. He was he was I, I kinda saw see see what his uncle was kinda seeing a little bit there too. So um I guess yeah. we'll just have to see in week seven what ends up happening. Uh any any uh any final thoughts on this past week? No, I think that's pretty much it. I mean I I'm like sort of disappointed that this season has been going by so fast because I, yeah, I feel like I haven't been able to like fully connect with like, or I feel like I'm really rooting for Dotton just because I think he's the best. But like, I, I feel like, yeah, I haven't been able to even fully connect with any of these top people as much. Like Xavier, I, I loved his like opening his intro package. Like I just thought he was so sweet and fun and like whatever and i feel like we've barely seen we've only seen glimpses of that and i like i'm like where i want the full package um yeah so we'll be back with more bachelorette stuff next week before the uh we wrap this up is there anything going on in bachelor nation we should talk about yes so yeah, so Special Forces is going to have a season two with a star-studded cast. So that was what uh, Hannah Brown was on that uh, in the first season. And I think she made it either – she either won or made it, like, really far. So it's, like, where they pretty much, like, run these reality stars through, um, you know, uh, different, um, like, Challenges. training exercises. Yeah. Like, yeah, Army training exercises and stuff like that. 
Um, but this one, I guess they filmed it during the winter or filmed it in a wintry place. I don't know. But they've got people. The, the main names that we see that are part of this are Tyler Cameron, Nick Vial, and Tom Sandoval will all be on the season two, um, which, you know, is interesting. I kind of wonder when they filmed it and everything because uh, I wonder, you know, you know how seeing that Tom Sandoval and Nick Vial on the same show, that's that's interesting stuff right there. I might have to check that's this out. That's crazy. It's like they picked like the most like hated people from these different like reality spheres. Yeah. Um, also, though, it would just be interesting to see a conversation between the two of them. Between them? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because Nick and Tyler Cameron just eating his popcorn watching. <laughs> yeah, well, because Nick Vial's been, yeah, literally, being like, whatever. Yeah. Nick Vial's been talking a lot about Tom Sandoval and his podcast and everything. And so, uh, yeah, that would be crazy to see their combos. And I'm sure we'll get an interview at good. some point, you know, if they become friends from the show. But um, anything yeah. else going on? So people have been speculating that we've sort of talked about this, I think, in the past, that Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick might be broken up because they both have been on like different trips and stuff without each other recently. And people keep like being all like, where's her ring in these photos, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there hasn't been any legit things said about them. And uh, Victoria Fuller and Greg made sure to post stuff to like each other's stories of them being together very this past week or two. Because, you know, there is all those rumors that they weren't together. But people are wondering if those were just staged, which I feel like, why would you stage that if you broke up? But I, I mean, uh, there's an angle to to that. Like, it does seem like something's off. But, you know, when these mm-hmm. guys with these influencers have things that they're promoting, what better way to promote like their last post than to like, mm-hmm. you know, make it look like something might be off. So everyone's coming to check out something and getting more interaction yeah, checking all their posts. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So okay. you never know these that. these type of tactics these guys be using just to make a little bit more cash. But I don't know. That one does seem I a little see, off. That one does seem a little off because you just saw them together all the time. And um, I don't know. I just say I think mm-hmm. it came on a little too hot, you know, so yeah. eventually you just don't get to see all this stuff like jealousy or, you know, anything, you know, that could pop up and really ruin a relationship. So um, we'll just have to see. All right, guys, well, we'll be back, um, you know, next week with week seven of The Bachelorette and any more stuff that might pop up. So, you know, leave your comments. What do you think? Do you think, uh, you know, Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tartik? Um, I, I don't know why I say it like that, but Tartik, is that the way you say it? Um, are they broken <laughs> up? Do you think they'll be for the long game? Uh, you know, do you think, uh, what, are you excited to see Tom Sandoval and Nick Vial in the same show? Um, what do you how think- long do you think Tom Sandoval is going to last in the special forces? I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, you know, what do you think of charity's final four or final three and the uh, hometowns and stuff? Just let us know in the comments below so we can shout you out next week. And, um, and that'll be that. Uh, v, why don't we get into what we like to call here quick hits? What do we got for some quick hits? So we're gonna start sad. We got three in a row, so buckle in. Um, Sinead O'Connor. Um, I think I don't know how to say her name. The right Sinead way, O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor, because it's Irish. Um, died this past week at the age of fifty-six. Um, right now. There has been nothing suspicious, police say. 
um, when she was found unresponsive in her home in London. Um, some of like her close friends said that they got some sort of like distressing kinds of texts from her weeks prior to her her death. So, um, you know, I wonder if some of it has to maybe self-harm was involved or anything like that. But, you know, um, sad, sad news. Definitely an icon in a lot of different ways. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, one of her biggest songs is um nothing compares to you which is considered one of the saddest songs um of history and i was actually written by prince so uh i i I, when i I would need to prepare for like a sad scene or something i would listen to that song over and over again so uh you know oh damn yeah so sinead o'connor uh you know rest in peace what else we got also, these are both like these are both some of my mom's favorite people. But Paul Rubens, best known as Pee Wee Herman, mm. died at age 70. Um, and he I guess he died years after his ca- cancer um, diagnosis. Um, so he I guess he was privately fighting cancer for years. And um, I don't know. It's not saying what kind I don't believe. But I'm guessing, yeah, if you're being pretty private about it, you're not really, it's not going to be all out there. But, you know, um, I love Pee Wee Herman stuff. My mom had me watch a lot of Pee Wee Herman stuff when I was a kid. And he definitely is just like a really, he was a really funny actor and entertainer and everything. So, yeah, I was never the biggest Pee Wee Herman fan. um, But, I mean, he was definitely part of the zeitgeist of, you know, he'll always be, you know, kind of remembered. So, rest in peace to him. Uh, What else we got? This one's really sad because he's very young and, you know, kind of blew up this last year or two. But Angus Cloud, who was well known for his role in Euphoria, um, he, uh, his death is, cause of death is unknown, but he died this past like yesterday um uh from people are thinking from a potential possible overdose um i guess his mom called 911 saying that he didn't have a pulse and he was pronounced dead on the scene um and i guess they had just gotten back from laying his his dad who had just died laying him to rest like burying him and everything in ireland and he was really struggling after that so um really really sad stuff for sure yeah that one was pretty shocking i almost couldn't believe it because you know he was yeah had such a successful you know couple years and um yeah man it just it sucks it seemed like he was troubled dealing with mental health Mm -hmm. stuff so um yeah it's only 25 sad yeah uh all right well rest in peace uh hopefully you know, that'll be the last of this stuff, but, you know, it'll always be popping up. Uh, what else we got? Anything else for quick hits? Oh, I forgot to actually look. I have the wrong thing linked for this, but I guess Taylor Swift might be working with, like, the um, the succession, like, person to uh, write. She's teaming up with the succession screenwriter for a meta-feminist kind of show i guess miniseries something like that that would be maybe like about her exes which is interesting um i wonder what that would actually look like and they're saying that she's like serious about it but um 
you know, I don't know what that all would look like and everything. So it would be interesting. Yeah. Interesting to see. But yeah. I, I don't know about that. But I mean, she does got enough fans that maybe it'll be successful just with her name attached to it. Um, right. Well, what made you go yikes this week, V? I had two things. Um, so in other news of people throwing shit at, fan- at artists, uh, Cardi B was performing in Vegas. And um, a fan threw um, a a uh, cup of stuff at her, and she threw her microphone back, which I think she's done before. Or yeah, she did it like that in before. the last week. I think she's done it. Um, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, this is a thing. You know, the I think there's a lot of controversy happening with it because, like earlier on in that same set, she was telling people to throw it at her um kitty cat to get her like to get her wet or whatever yeah Yeah. and and then the girl throws it right at her and then she chucks a microphone now the problem with that is like you can't be doing that like you know it's like you and she probably hit somebody else you know doing that so it's like that person's gonna file charges she's already got like battery charges and stuff in her history and from everything the, from the girl that she hit the girl who threw the water out yeah her but just in her past like she's got like other charges like this so it's just like right. this is the reason why you have security so you don't have to get yourself involved in this so she might be facing some some uh issues there and probably have to pay uh because if i got hit by a microphone getting slung by cardi b i'd be going straight to the police right afterwards oh, and sure. get my money so um right. yeah uh well uh what else made you go yikes speaking of people going straight to police uh some of uh three tour dancers i think they might be former tour dancers of lizzo's have been uh claiming that they were subjected to sexual harassment and a hostile work environment including like you know stuff with like comments about their weight and race and also, I guess, pressure to touch new dancers when they were in Amsterdam at like a live sex show situation um, that I guess they're claiming that Lizzo was, you know, trying to keep making them either, you know, in, engage with these uh, sex worker performers um, in ways that they weren't uncomfortable, they weren't comfortable doing. So um, we'll see. We'll see what uh, what happens with that case as well. So. Definitely a rough week for some of these major women in the R&B rap pop space. Totally, totally. Uh, well, V, uh, I, I do have a question for you. Yeah. What are you watching? Well, uh, this past week I saw Barbie, mm. um, which was amazing. I loved it. Um I definitely wore some pink where like my little cat eye glasses was like all very Barbie ish for the film. Um, it was very funny. The soundtrack was a bomb. And uh, I mean, I love Margot Robbie and Ryan Reynolds and uh, Ryan Gosling's um, acting was amazing. It was great. Um, I also watched like when I was uh, in Tennessee with my boyfriend's family and stuff, we watched a couple of movies when we were there which were both have both been on my list for a while. One of them was uh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, which is on Amazon Prime. And it's like based on a true story of, you know, this of, you know, the, you know, the interpreters that the army and stuff worked with over in Afghanistan and just like 
this interpreter who saved like this this soldier's life and everything like that. And it was a pretty it was a great movie. It's starring um uh what's his fetch uh what is a uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal um. I was about to be like, who's Taylor Swift's uh, hated ex? Um, <laughs> John Mayer. Um, uh, he's a great. You know, no, right. Um, he's great in it. It's it was a great movie. It definitely like it showed me shit that I wouldn't have even thought about because like it's you know of, related to war and the interpreters and stuff like that. It was it was a pretty um, awesomely shot movie and everything like that. And then we also watched A Man Named Otto, which I think is on Netflix. It stars uh, Tom Hanks. It's based on a Swedish book slash movie. Um, and it is it got me in my feels. Uh, it was definitely it was definitely a good movie. And I, I mean, I don't I think Tom Hanks can do no wrong. I love Tom Hanks. I think he's just a really great actor. So but uh, sigh. Yeah. I got a question. What? What are you been watching? Uh, well, I haven't had too much time to watch anything, but I did one of the gifts I gave uh, my girlfriend. You know, you've been to one of her improv shows, but she's continuing to do improv classes and everything. And, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. on Instagram, I've been seeing these clips from this this, uh, show called Make Some Noise. And uh, I bought her a, an annual subscription to this uh, thing called Dropout TV, where every week they have like new improv shows and stuff. It's like a Netflix cool. for improv shows. So um, that's really cool. yeah. If you guys ever get a chance, you know, check out the show, make some noise. It's really funny. They got some really talented people on there, and it's just like prompts, and they just have to make up stuff on the fly, and it's it's very enjoyable. So um, I was watching a couple episodes of Make Some Noise. Um, you know, follow. Dropout TV, make some noise on um, Instagram, and you get like a lot of clips, uh, really funny clips from that show. So definitely check that out. Um, well, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> Travis Scott dropped his new album. You know, he's come out of the fire of his controversy um, concert <laughs> and everything. Uh, whoa. Uh, and uh you know he dropped a new album called utopia and it's really good i haven't listened to it fully but one of the songs that popped yeah, up I gotta was listen to it all the way one of the so. songs that came out was called modern jam featuring tizo touchdown and it's just a vibe man like it's just unlike any other travis scott songs that like usually i'm not a huge fan of travis scott like he has some songs that i'll listen to but it's not yeah. like I'm a huge fan of them like a lot of people are. But this song is really good. Um, so make sure you check it out. It's on the Future Bachelor podcast playlist. I'm actually adding it right now because I forgot to do it earlier. But um, <laughs> check it out. It's it's good. It's it's different and it's a bop. So um, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, well, V, uh, do you have any shout outs this week? Yeah, I wanted to do a belated birthday shout out to um, our original compadre see money courtney killen um it was her birthday this past weekend so happy birthday to her yes happy birthday see money love you and then i wanted to shout out sean's family for being so welcoming and nice um to let me hang out with them for the weekend so yeah hell yeah um i would just like to shout out um my co-host veronica (laughs) Because you are the best and one of the best friends I've ever had. And um, 
Yeah, that's just it. <laughs> like you know, you know who you are. Uh, you know what you do. Yeah, I and know who I am. I know what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I've done. Um, but I love you and I really appreciate you. So um, shout out to you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what a week. What a week. Um, well, V, uh, you know, this is a quick one, hopefully, for y'all. Uh, we're in and out of here. Uh, but we'll be back next week with week seven know. of The Bachelorette. Do you have any fun plans for the weekend? Um, this weekend I'm going to go paddle boarding, I think. So I haven't been in uh, several weeks, uh, and just going to chill and stuff. Sean's at a bachelor party this weekend. So, um, I'm going to try to, you know, just do some, some girl days or nights or stuff like that. So we'll have to see. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm just going to kick it. Uh, well guys, that's, that's our show. Um, you know what it is. It's your favorite podcast, future bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we love you. Deuces! Bye! Future Bachelor Podcast.